Right, Matthew, you're on the starting line of the Great North Run 2023. How do you feel? Extremely nervous. Yes, me too. Have you seen Mo Farah? No. Has he seen you? He has. Well, he might have. He might be intimidated. <laughs> ah, I think so. He's probably just sweating nervously as we speak. Can we do this? We can. Did you we bring have a, no choice. We have no choice. Did you bring a can of Stella like that man over there dressed as Robin? No, I certainly didn't. Next year. Right. Good luck. Love you. Good luck. Okay, so that audio clip there is proof that Matthew and I made it to the start line of the Great North Run 2023, Newcastle, September the 10th of this year. Did we make it to the finishing line? Well, you're definitely in the right place to find out. Uh, hello, friends. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, this is the last episode in the present series of the Educators Running Club podcast. This is the grand finale. There will be no cliffhangers. We will tell you exactly what happened at the Great North Run. And we'll tell you exactly about our running process, if you like. Um, the carbs we ate, the stuff Matthew bought, the worries we had, and how we made it out of what eventually became a bit of an Apocalypse Now situation, having previously been a bit of a Miami Vice situation. I'm talking weather. There's nobody walking around with the sleeves rolled up, and there's nobody muttering the horror. The horror. Well, actually, there was. That was Matthew. Uh, as he raced along the course from uh, Newcastle to South Shields with 60,000 other people, including, of course, the legend that is Sir Mo Farah. We know that Mo Farah prepared for this with pasta, because he told us that we didn't tell us this, we read this. It's not like he sat us down and gave us a coaching session. Uh, having said that, though, Mo, if you're listening, yeah, that'd be great. Um you might have just got steady on us, though, if I'm honest. But we did find out that Mo ate pasta. So what we did was we ate pasta. Quite a lot of pasta, actually. And then once we'd eaten quite a lot of pasta, we retired to a uh, swanky Sunderland hotel room um, <laughs> to record this little piece of audio dynamite. Right, we're here with Matthew. How are you, Matthew? Tired. Tired. Uh, that's good, isn't it, before a big half marathon? Yep. Why are you tired, Matthew? Didn't realise Newcastle was so hilly. Yes, it's the inclines, aren't they? Very much. Are you also tired because you've had a few carbs? Yeah, that probably added to it. Yeah. So, um, let's look at what we've achieved today. We've come to Newcastle. We have. It was warm, wasn't it? It was horrible. Yeah. The hottest day of the year... I mean, thank God we're not doing the race today. That that would have been. I wouldn't have been able to. No, I don't think. I genuinely don't think I would have been able to. No, so uh, I got a haircut, which was the key essential yes. of the day. Eventually. Yeah, because a number of places turned us away, which was either because we hadn't pre-booked or because we were a bit sweaty. Could be both. Could be both. Had a haircut. You had an artisan coffee experience. Yes. Um, do you want to give it a shout out? What was it called? Don't worry, I can't remember either. It's fine. Um, Lane Way & Co? Yeah, that might be right, actually. It was very nice coffee. It was, it was. Oh, yeah, but before that, you've bought things, haven't you? We're in about five minutes of parking. Yes. Packed up, walked a little bit, bought merch. Yes. When you saw the, the merch tent, you you literally cut me off and just pointed and made a noise at it. Yep. You know, we're going there kind of way. Uh, tell people what you've bought. A nice blue 
Great North Run hoodie. Yep. And because of the sheer heat, I bought a running water bottle in case I need it tomorrow. Yeah, I think you need it tomorrow. And then they gave you a free thing. Yes, I can't remember what to call it. A buff, it's a buff. buff. Yep. Um, so that's good. Um, you didn't quite get permission technically to buy them, did you? From Nope. But your good lady did say they, they look nice. Which is close enough, away. isn't it? Yeah, no, yep. that's fine. So, bag of merch, haircut, coffee. Then what did we do? We saw a fight, a horrible fight. Didn't we? <laughs> yep. It's yeah. It's been a very long day. It's been a very long day. You'd forgotten so the was, fight. We were looking around Waterstones and um, Forbidden Planet. Yeah, we, we went book shopping because we're cultured men. And because those shops have air conditioning. Yeah. Uh, and then while we were shopping for books, you saw a horrible find. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we came to Sunderland, where we're staying for the evening. Um, which, it's not a bustling metropolis, is it? No. No disrespect to Sunderland, but... Very eerily empty. Yeah. It's, Unless yeah. what we thought was the high street we were walking down actually wasn't. Yeah, I do get a feeling there's a bit of it we haven't been to. Mm. Um, but, oh, what we have done, though, is had a, a lovely, lovely meal. What did you have? Cheesy garlic bread. Yes. Which was actually eight, ten inch? Which one? Did you say? I think that was possibly a ten inch garlic ten bread. Ten inch cheesy garlic yeah. bread that was defined as a starter, not me being greedy. Yeah, yeah, technically a starter, yeah. And then penne carbonara, which was phenomenal. Yeah, and I had the garlic bread tomato followed by arabiata because this is what all the experts have told us to do. I don't remember them telling us to eat garlic bread, but they told us to eat pasta. Yeah. Um, we've drunk a lot of water, and now I think we're pretty much ready for bed when we've finished creating audio magic. We've got a strategy for the morning. We have. <laughs> uh, which yeah. will hopefully work. Changed about five times. But... Yeah. Uh, Sunderland to South Shields. South Shields to start line. Start line to glory. Glory to food. Yeah. Um, have you got all your kit? Yes. Have you got your running number? Yes. Would you have that if I hadn't reminded you to bring it? Possibly not. No. But all's, all's well that ends well. Um there's due to be rain, isn't there? Thank God. It's going to be slightly cloudier. There's going to be rain. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Because I could not have had... I could not have ran in today's weather without... I just couldn't have done it. I don't no. know if I could have walked it. I think, we, I think walking was difficult, but there won't be the kind of hills we were walking up that we will be running up, I don't think. Um, right, if if we're if we're honest, how are we feeling at this point? Nervously excited. Yeah. It seems I, weird that it's already here. Yeah, it does actually. It's it's always felt like it was quite a long time away and then this week it's gradually come into focus for me. It was nice, wasn't it, to go down where all the young kids were running? Yes. Um and and all that stuff and and see the bridge and a bit of the course and 
all that kind of thing. It's nice enough, isn't it? It was. It was good to see. So you're nervously excited, but essentially you're a man that's ready for this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He said nervously drinking. <laughs> a non-alcoholic beverage, I should add. Right. Um, do you find it interesting, Matthew, that this time last year there wasn't even an educator's running club? Didn't, we hadn't even started it. And now we've got people around the country and in other countries sending you good luck messages uh, via Strava. It has been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year. It's good. It's good to see what everyone's doing. It motivates you slightly when you see other people doing stuff. I think that's true. I think that's true. And there's a lot of members of EIC joining us on the run in in wristbands. Yes. Um, So, I mean, it's remarkable. We've got merch and all these lovely friends that we've made. It's nice, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's all thanks to you, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, both of us. Yeah. yeah. And then tomorrow is, is is like a grand finale, isn't it, really? Yeah. After this, you're going to burn your running shoes. Yeah. Walk off into the sunset in your Great North Run hoodie and That's never it. do this again. It's a recycling bin at the finish line. I've read that. Yeah, I, I don't know. After you've done 21k in them, I think you might want to burn them, not recycle them. But yeah. hey. What are you most looking forward to tomorrow? Achieving it. Medal moment, right? Medal round neck. Yes, for me. Maybe not whoever has to <laughs> speak to me after doing it. <laughs> whoever has to pick you up off the floor and yeah, and, put and a medal round my head yeah. and then tell me to roll on. <laughs> um, I, I, we have to say we're we're only two pound off at, at the time of recording of having raised £500 for Dogs Trust, Matthew, as well. Yes, which, when we aimed for 200 250 250 I think. With £2 off, doubling it. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it has been a long yeah. day. I think it's very nearly bedtime. Um, yeah, I think there must be somebody who can bully into giving us two quid and then five. five that's a hell of an achievement you made. £500, all the dogs you I fed. I didn't worry. I did worry at first about getting the two fifty, and now two pound off. Double our target. Yeah, I mean, gen- in all seriousness, you have made a hell of a difference there to the lives. Of- Although, the just giving's maths don't work out. Right. Four hundred ninety-eight pound is one hundred forty-two percent. How's that work? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah, I haven't got the maths skills. Should be I mean, whatever it is, well done you. So, all that remains is to check we haven't forgotten something important. Yep. Set an alarm. Yes. Get everything out ready so I'm not searching in the morning. Yes, absolutely. And um, any final words as you gaze into the uh, the path to victory? I finally discovered that water is key. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. Not coffee. <laughs> water. Not Pepsi Max. Water is key, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, water, Jelly Babies, Elvis, Naughty's Bangers. These things will see us through. And not isotonic toilet talk. Yeah. So, yeah. By which you mean the uh, sports energy gel that you tried. For the first time. Yep.
that we will not name, but you made a horrible face, and you're not going to use that, are you? No. No. It tastes like toilet duck. Because it tastes like toilet duck. Excellent. It's not a ringing endorsement, is it? No. No. Right. So, uh, let's climb into bed like Eric and Ernie, <laughs> and um, try and get some sleep, I suppose, isn't it? Yes. Night-night, Matthew. Good night. Oh, the foolishness there of inexperience, praying for rain. I think we put out a tweet on the Educators Ring Club Twitter the night before saying, friends, please form a prayer circle for rain because we were both so scared of the extremely hot temperatures that we had on the Saturday that we wanted the rain to come. And if you took part in that prayer circle, I mean... Congratulations, you might be a witch or a wizard because my days the rain came down. What happened was um, I got to the finishing line, collapsed um, and got, I ate a protein bar very quickly. Best thing I've ever tasted, by the way. And then waited for Matthew and uh, I waited where I was supposed to wait. He'd already forgotten and was annoyed at me for waiting in the place that we'd already decided we were going to meet. Hey, what can I say? Um, And then as I was waiting, a little bit of rain started and then all of the rain started. So what happened was I think they had about three months worth of rain in about an hour. And of course, everyone was standing, you know, without shelter in T-shirt and shorts in the middle of a field in South Shields. So what this caused was a bit of a delay leaving the finishing line area where we'd parked the car. So it took us, I think, longer than it took us to run the race to get out of South Shield. If the the heavens hadn't opened and it hadn't become ridiculously wet, I think it all would have been smooth and we would have got out in pretty decent time and got home a lot earlier. A lot of people were complaining about this I don't think you can blame anybody who organised a Great North Run for this. It, the weather was just simply ridiculous. We were absolutely drenched, but of course we'd just run 13 miles. We were both already drenched by that point. Did it add to the experience? Yes. Could we have done without it? Yes. Did it make it all the sweeter when we finally got our hands on a couple of 12-inch pizzas? Yeah, it probably did. And I'm just grateful that we had planned sufficiently well to bring a change of clothes. Um I imagine if it wasn't for the rain, everything would have run 100% smoothly. But hey, these things happen, don't they? So, let's check in with Matthew, who, uh, as this audio was recorded, had just completed this year-long challenge, had just run 21.1k, like an absolute boss. You would imagine, wouldn't you, that he would be skipping, singing, overcome with joy... Not really. Kind of took it all in his stride, no pun intended, and just kind of carried on. I I don't think... You'll hear this on this next uh, conversation. I don't think it's occurred to him what a remarkable achievement he's made here. Um, Well, have a listen to this, and you'll hear my friend Matthew somewhat underplaying his Great North Run success. Right, we're back with Matthew. How are you, Matthew? I'm very good, thank you. How are your legs? Legs are alright, actually, it's been back. Yes, 
the reason I'm asking about Matthew's legs is because Matthew has just run uh, what's it called? Um, lunch run lunch run we've completed lunch run on Strava aka the actual Great North Run yeah so um, we survived we survived not only did you survive but you kind of bossed it didn't you I'm very happy with how I did yes I'm concerned that you're downplaying how well you did Yes, it was a long time. <laughs> it just felt a long time. Yeah. Uh, okay, do, do you want to share with our listeners what your finishing time was? I remembered it. Yes. What was it? Okay, I'll share with our listeners that you completed a half marathon, 13 miles, 21.1k, in 3 hours, 22 minutes. That's 3, three hours, 22 minutes of solid movement yeah. in, let's say, interesting conditions. Yes. What were the conditions at the start of the race, Matthew? Blazing hot and horrible. Yeah. Like, Blue really. Sky. Yep. No cloud. Nope. Um, we were kind of promised cloud by the weather app, and that didn't appear at all. It was profoundly uncomfortable. I was yes. lathering myself in sun cream, which yeah. then I got all over my black running top. It looked like I'd spilled porridge down myself. Yep. Um, so we set off. And then within what? I don't know. A mile, the sun went away. Yes, it knew. Yeah, it knew we didn't want to see it and it just it just buggered off, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and then at the end, it kind of went a bit, um, well, stormy. Just a bit. Yeah. You were, where were you when it started to hail like never before? I was. So I was coming down that fairly steep hill. Yes. And I got my phone out to take a picture. Yes. Because I could see the sea. So I knew I was turning left onto the finish straight, if that's the thing. Probably. And I turned the corner, and that's why I was worried about the time, because it literally went very, 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 very dark. Yes. And then hammered it down for that last kilometre, is that Mario? One of the two. Bit of both, really. So, which from the 800 metre line was quite flooded from that point on. Yeah, and I think there was. I think it kind of was flooded. Dodging puddles. Dodging puddles. Deep puddles. Uh, and then you finished, and it rained consistently. Uh, even more. Yep. With no phone signal. No phone signal. No clue where to go. No clue where to go. Assumed you weren't stupid enough to stand at a W in that weather and wait for me and headed towards the charity village. Stupid or a good enough friend to stand at the pre-arranged meeting space. Stupid. And in belting torrential apocalypse now conditions. Yes. Um, that you would have common sense to fight and seek shelter. Yeah. Unlike us runners still completely course. Yeah, but I was trying to do the right thing by you. It's nice that you appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what what did you have to keep you going on the course? Audio book. Audio book. Bit of True Blood by Charlene Harris. Yep. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, of course I know. And but, I mean, what did you consume? You consumed things given to you by children, didn't you? Yes. Yep. So I had two isotonic gels 
of uh, safety, even though I don't really use them. Yep. Um, I got water at every station throughout the run. Yep. Then I had a bit of a. Uh, I think it was around the 10 mark, 10 mile mark, between 10 and 11. Got handy quite a lot of lollipops. I probably didn't have to take them, but it was really hot. Well, I was hot from running, it wasn't hot. I kept getting get given as lollies and it was rude to say no. It would have been rude to say no, really. And they helped you keep going, right? Very much. And the showers and oh, the showers. to the person with the power wash. That was just whoever got brought the car share power wash power wash out. Yeah. Can't even speak now. No, it's understandable. But that was just phenomenal. Phenomenal. There, yeah. there were power washes, there were people with hoses, lots of people with Harry Bows and things. Yes, jelly beans, babies. Well, I had a moment of vegetarian panic because someone handed out a box, I put my hand in, it was jelly babies, which are not vegetarian. No. Um, so I had to, I threw it away. I threw away a jelly baby on the course. I know. I feel bad, but I couldn't do it. Even though, it, would it have helped? What is it? In, is it just sugar in a jelly yeah. baby? All oh, right, okay. It just distracted me. Yeah. Got three and a half slowly. People obviously knew that you would do anything for free food. Yep. So they they kept you going in that respect. Um, right. Anything else memorable happen on the course? Only how nice everyone was cheering on throughout. Not even just at the start, the end, but throughout. Nice, I think the spectators were and the runners. I thought the spectators, every single one of them, were heroes, weren't they? Really, yeah. just so positive, um, like consistently. There were, near the final bit, there was a bus shelter with a, a load of young young teenage girls on top of it, and they shouted, "Go on, Paul!" really loudly, um, which kind of made me keep going yeah so thank you if you're listening which obviously you're not that would be crazy but yeah brilliant stuff genuinely encouraging nobody taking the mickey whatsoever nope uh, which was great even Pikachu on a small motorbike flight that dual carriage boy was cheering everyone on so we saw Pikachu there was a man dressed as a rhino there was a man with a tumble dryer on his back yes Spitfire guy Spitfire guy who had a was inside the Spitfire yeah. Has this made you want to experiment with fancy dress? I mean, in, in no. a running sense. No. Right. Rather than carrying two gels on the phone. Uh, yeah. I don't know how they do it. Oh, there was a guy in full fire service, like with the oxygen tank on his back as well. That must have weighed an absolute ton in his fire protecting gear. Was the oxygen tank just, just for you in case? Yeah. It was necessary. Um, how they do that, I don't know. No, I don't know how they do that. It's remarkable, really. But what is remarkable is that we are now at the end of this massive quest to get you to do a half marathon. You've done a half marathon. Yeah. You enjoyed it, I think? Yes. That's why I wasn't worried initially about my time and in parts when I did walk. Um, because the atmosphere was really good and there were so many different things along the course that I was weaving left and right to see what was happening at each area it's an enjoyable event is that the word uh, yeah I think it is the word opposed to just running 
it was so much more than just yeah. It was it was so much more than just running. And as you say correctly, that was something new round every corner. I tell you what, there wasn't though, unless I missed him, Elvis. Yes, but the guitarist was on the track next to me. I was running round and playing an electric guitar to me. To you? Well, he was looking at me, smiling at me, singing to me. Ticket was for me. I, I, sounds like it was for you, yeah. So, we've done it. In all honesty, how do you feel? Physically? Physically, oh. mentally, spiritually? Yeah, good on all of them, man. My lower back's hurting, but I can take that if that's the only issue I've got from, like you say, yeah. doing a half marathon. Um, and yeah, really happy from the mental side. Hence, been able to drive us home in that's so far kind of been just shy of five hours. Credit the first two and a half, we didn't move. Matthew is angry because we got stuck in a car park in South Shields um, for some considerable time after the race. Yes. Um, still don't know why this happened. We'll investigate that later. Um, at least we're dry now. Yes. And fun. And, and we've, we've eaten pizza, haven't we? Yes. So, it's everything we ever wanted, isn't it? Yeah. Would you say that the experience has been worth it? Yes, completely. And the fact that when we signed up through Dogs Trust... Yes. The aim was 250 and I worried £250 yes. um, minimum and I was worried about getting £250 and we've destroyed that. Time of recording, we are just shy of £600. Raised by, let's face it, your hard work, your endeavour, your popularity. No, so, about people who love dogs. Yeah, actually, yeah. That is that is true. It's not about the dogs, it's about... I'm oh, sorry, it's not about us. It's definitely about the dogs. I it? did have to stop stroking every dog on the course as well. Yeah, I think that's to be expected, really. And I think the dogs seem to be enjoying watching everyone run. Yes. Yeah. Other big question, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Would you do an event like this again? Um, not any time soon. Not tomorrow? No. Would well, you do... I'd never say no. Never say never, right? Yeah. Would you do a longer distance? Don't know. I don't think I've got the... attention span to run a marathon. Uh, the idea of doing what we did today... twice... Think of the ice lollies you could consume in that time. Not worth it. Not worth it. Right. Um, I mean, congratulations. Genuinely, seriously. And to you. Thank you. For a rapid time. Yeah, it was alright, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't have gone any faster because, well, of lack of speed, but also because there were so many people. Such yes. a big crowd. 
was genuinely naive and thought that it would just disperse and there'd be parts of the course where there was no spectators, where I would probably just be running alone. And it didn't disperse in a good way because you always had motivation with you. I'm not saying it's bad, but it never dispersed for me. No. Which was a good thing, nor did the crowd ever. There was no section that didn't have crowd, which, you know. 13.1 miles lined is rather amazing. Congratulations also to Mo Farrer, who, uh, an hour and change for Mo. I think so, yeah. Uh, possibly his last, I think it is his last ever race. Is it your last ever race? Or can we expect to see you, maybe not that race, but a race again? Yeah, maybe. Maybe like 10Ks. Love it. Right. Well, thanks, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent stuff. Love you, bye. <laughs> so, when Matthew got home, uh, slightly later than we'd previously imagined, um, he found that his wife had made him um, a congratulations on your race cake uh, that said, congratulations, on your race, obviously. Uh, hashtag ERC. Um, and obviously, you can probably imagine, if you just run a half marathon, you kind of want to see cake. You're so happy to see cake. You're so happy to see anything carby. Um, and I think at that point, I think then it sunk in for my friend Matthew exactly what an awesome achievement he's made. He then stocked up his Strava with photographs from the day, including photographs of him running the race, which I wasn't brave enough to do because the photographs taken of me running the race look a little bit like outtakes from The Exorcist. There's a real sense, um, as my wife said, of, of my soul leaving my body. Uh, I didn't find the race that hard, but if you look at the photographs of me, you would think there was something very badly wrong and St John's Ambulance would need to intervene at any moment. I certainly won't be paying twenty nine ninety nine to put any of them on the wall at any point. But yeah, what Matthew has done is he has displayed his medal in his house. He's eaten that cake, obviously. Didn't last long that, I don't think. And so it shouldn't. And I think it's finally sunk in what he's done. What we've done is we've come up with a crazy idea planned it in the end I think we planned it pretty well having not really planned it that well and I think we've succeeded because we did that we supported each other, we kept each other going and it's really really important this bit that when we started Educators Running Club neither of us, and this is true could run to the end of our respective Roads. That was a real wake-up call, I think, for both of us. Certainly 100% was for me. We kind of set off running because the coach told us we could. I ran and I could not reach the end of my road, it's not a very long road, without stopping and really wanting to die. It was a chocker that I was that unfit, but what it started was us thinking we need to be better than this, this is not good enough, we need to motivate ourselves and what we did to motivate ourselves was Educators Running Club and then we thought can we use Educators Running Club to motivate other people and that's exactly what we've done. 
those people then have been incredibly supportive and wonderful. Um, people on Strava, people who are part of our Educators Ring Club, uh, ERC Strava group, cannot thank those people enough. Everybody who supported us on Twitter, everybody who kindly donated to our Just Giving page and helped us raise, I think, about 640 quid for the Dogs Trust, which is wonderful in and of itself, the idea that lots of dogs get to eat because of me and my boy running for a while is fantastic. And everybody in the real world who didn't laugh <laughs> and instead supported and said nice things and asked about it in the build-up and asked about it afterwards. And people who listened to us going on and on and on about it afterwards. Thank you very much. I think it proves the power of community the educators running club community kind of made this happen really and the fact that we were able to do things like create erc wristbands for everybody else who was running the race on the day alongside us the people have since won to run races in scotland and wales and various other places well that's just magic isn't it so we're really grateful. That's what I felt as as I looked at the the map that I'd run on Strava. I I thought, crikey, I've run that. That's remarkable. And I looked at people saying, "Well done." Give- so yeah, the recording cut out there. I think the recording was saying, "Stop being so earnest, Paul," uh, and say something mildly funny about Michael Gove or something. Um, but yeah, I'll just carry on by saying that I felt really grateful that people had given us thumbs up given us kudos in the language of Strava and ultimately me and Matthew running this race wouldn't have happened without Educators Running Club. Um, We will continue being Educators Running Club, we will continue being ERC on Strava, strava.com slash clubs slash ERC VRC. We will continue eventually even perhaps updating the Educators Running Club website, that'd be good wouldn't it? Uh, Educatorsrunningclub.com on Twitter or X or Twitter brackets now x or x brackets formerly twitter whatever you want to call it we are at we are erc nearly forgot myself then excellent work so yeah sincere gratitude final thing to learn final thing to take from this is that idea that we couldn't run to the end of the road and me and matthew just ran your actual great 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 north run we could run it, we can't say it. I think that's um, something that's become clear. So, yeah, think about it. We've done this. This means you can do anything. Let's be honest. If we can complete this challenge, you can complete any challenge you like. Anything is possible. If you've got a mate, you've got some stuff, you've got a pair of trainers, you've got a plan, you've got a podcast, whatever it might be. Go out and do it. Why not? We'll be back with the Educators Running Club podcast season two. It will be different in format because I'm sure you don't want us to just do the Great North Run again and talk about the Great North Run again and talk about Pasta again. I don't think even we want that. Uh, No one wants that. But what we will do is we'll talk to other people who are cool and interesting. um, And if you are in any way interested in being one of those cool, interesting people that we talk to, please, please drop us a line. Easiest way to get hold of us is probably on... um, Twitter, X, you know, you know what I mean, um, or um, educatorsrunningclub at hotmail.com or whatever, on Strava, whatever it might be. 
you can feel free to get in touch with us because we'd genuinely love to hear from you. We'd genuinely love you to be a part of it. However that works for you. Okay, it's been a journey. Literal, metaphorical, it's been a journey. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your time. Please do take care of yourselves and each other. In a bit, athletes. <laughs>